Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of Girl What? I'm your host, Emile Denise, and I'm joined by my very special friend, Trayvon. Hey, Trey. Hey, Danielle. Trayvon is, we've been friends for a minute. Yeah. A minute, at least a decade now. Yeah, yeah. A little bit over. At least, I would say around the time of 21, 22. Yeah. Yeah. We met in college, and Trey has been one of those real down-to-earth friends that you can go to for whatever. If you want a good time, you want to go to a concert, you want to have fun, you want to get the lowdown on how psychedelics work. <laughs> what? <laughs> Trey is my guy. Yeah. You know, there's always there's always something I'm interested in. So if you're interested in it, <laughs> I, I can always help out somewhere. But you know what I love about you? You also are really into music. Yes. And I love music. Mm-hmm. But you also are a concert connoisseur. Yeah. Like you go. You know when it, the tickets are on the way, <laughs> the pre-sale starts. I, I'm in awe about how you move because it's always like, you know, you log it on Twitter and you're looking for the tickets and you get the job done. You're like, if I'm going, yeah. I'm doing it in the best way possible. Yeah, I always thought everyone had like one thing that they were into. So like when I would like nerd out about it, I'm like, oh, that's fine. I'm sure you nerd out about something else. But then I realized that not everyone has yeah. something they really nerd out about. So it does come out a little intense to some people but it's just like it's just kind of like what i want to do some people like going to the club yeah people like going to sporting events some people like going wine tasting i just like concerts i'm always gonna concert try to go with that and what i also love about you your fashion your fashion (laughs) that's that's an honor coming from you so it's fun (laughs) i can like vividly remember a look and i think it was at a coachella festival you had the snowman crop top I do. That was one of my favorite looks. One of my favorite shirts. Did you make that shirt? <laughs> I mean, I just bought a snowman shirt and then cut it. Yeah. You cut it? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and I was like, where can I find that? Like, where do I pick one up? Yeah. And I, I have to give props to my friend Jory. She was the first one I ever see do it. And she's in Atlanta. Cute. And I was just like, you know what? I, I can do it. You and that's, can. that's literally what most of my fashion sense comes from is like me seeing someone do something and being like, I can do that. And then just, <laughs> and then just doing Confident. it. Yeah, just doing it just like that. It just being like, I like that. I could do that. Like, let me in just doing it there. Shout out to that friend. Yeah, yeah. That's the you gotta, you gotta, you gotta give props to the people who started first. <laughs> and you do pretty epic uh, Halloween costumes. Favorite holiday, yes. Oh my God. <laughs> you did the sunflower from Fresh Prince. Oh, epic. All time classic, yeah. I did Top. that one. That's the, that, you know what's funny about that? That's the only costume I've ever done twice. Oh, listen, it, you can run that back every year if you want. It's such a top tier costume. It's a great costume. It's just one that just works. Like people, people are attracted to it. People get the reference. And, it's cute. You know, people love it. Yeah, it's unforgettable. But no, yeah, you're a killer at everything. So let's get into our day. How was your day today? But it was good. Uh, Monday, normal start of the week. Um, mm-hmm. Just did that. But what I did happen today was I got a call from this job that I'm applying for. Okay. I was busy at the time, called back five minutes later, and I haven't got a call back yet, but it's very interesting. I mean, it was toward the end of the day. It was like 4.30, so it was like they were already calling. So I'm interested because I had an interview, so I'm like, are they going to give me a second interview, or are they offering me the job? Because they could have just emailed at their interview, mm. and he was like, I'm excited to talk to you, and I was like, why would you be excited to let me down? So I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic. I'm not like putting my eggs, like I have it yet, but I'm yeah. just very, I'm excited to see what that call looks like tomorrow. So other than mm. that, I didn't really do much. I cooked yesterday, so 
I didn't really have to do any much after work. Didn't really go to the gym because I don't want to be late for this. <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to the daylight savings. It yeah, kind of like know, just, sped the day up. It's and, like, a lot. It's a lot. Like yeah. I appreciate it, but it's like that first week I'm like out of it. Like so, and then yeah. someone called me today on Teams, which is random, but Ew. but Ugh. like not a coworker. I don't, and I don't get how they get it, but they called four times at six thirty, and it blew my mind. I wanted to cuss them out, but every time I like stop the call, I just I assume they wouldn't call again. <laughs> I just assumed I could just silence my phone and go to bed. But this was, is a complete stranger calling you, or I mean, there's a name that pops up, but it's it's not like a name at it's my job familiar. email, you know. And, yeah. and whether it was familiar or not, it's not like a coworker, you know. It's just someone on Teams that just got my number because you know your Teams attached to your phone number. And I don't know. And I just don't know. It could be spam, which is a crazy thing to have a spam Zoom teams. Call, <laughs> call. Teams call. That is a little strange. I don't know what that's about. Yeah. I would. Yeah. And that's when I want to take it off my phone because I keep it on my phone out of pure convenience if I'm away from my laptop. Yeah. And. But the thing is, like, my coworkers will call me on there, too. But mm. I feel like give me a heads up first. Don't ever just <laughs> unannounced call that. Like, just hit me up in a message. I yeah, probably you know, can Are you free? It. Are you free? That's you know, it. That's a very quick one. Call courtesy. Yeah, my job now they're good with that. My last job not so much. They would they would just call you at at any time of the day. Ugh, the nerve. Yeah, the, the nerve to have to work. <laughs> <laughs> Why do they think they own my time? You know what I mean, <laughs> I try to be considerate because it's like okay, I'm on a hybrid schedule. I'm blessed with that. However, I am moving and grooving half the time when I'm not in the office. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like. <laughs> Just give me a heads up. Yeah. Just a cute little bloop. Hey, hey, girl, what you doing? Yeah. That's it. As of right now, it is March and it is International Women's Month. Yeah. Shout out to the ladies. Shout out to the women. (laughs) What'd you do for your lady? You actually took your lady to um, Hawaii. I did. I did. That was actually a late not late but it was a christmas gift but you know it was the christmas was a ticket so <laughs> you can't really, you can't really plan ahead. yeah you know you gotta plan ahead so yeah it was it was amazing um it was a consistent 78 degrees which was like beautiful, beautiful especially leaving california when it was cold it rained a little bit but it was tropical rain like it never was like i'm cold you know everyone mm-hmm. wore shorts that's actually a mistake i made i did not pack shorts i had to buy shorts what I did you bring jeans jeans and swim trunks oh you wild <laughs> I, I i think because like normally when i go on vacation i'm like planning i'm like okay we gotta go here we gotta go here we gotta yeah. go here with this one i didn't plan to the last minute because i was like run away like we're chill on the beach like isn't that what you do you chill on the beach but then like you'd have to fill your day with things and which yeah. i did but not thinking like oh i'm going hiking i'm going this i'm going that so mm-hmm. yeah that was a mistake um but other than that it was a great trip uh we ate amazing like i probably it's the best smelling country i've ever been to or country oh, wow that's crazy best smelling place <laughs> but no it does feel like a different country <laughs> it does feel like it does not feel like there. it belongs to the us of a <laughs> yeah you don't you, you're in there and you just definitely feel like you're just somewhere else like not connected 100%. to the states you know yeah and it was like the best smelling place to walk around like just you just walk out and there's food everywhere that you can just like smell and it just makes you hungry like, even if you're not thinking about food you're just like dang that was that was that was that so much of that the only mm. thing I would change is I would plan less and make more time for downtime. Yeah. You know, it's a beautiful place, but if you're just always hustling and bustling, you don't really get time to just Chill. sit there and just enjoy it, you know? And it's such a, and that's my thing with island setting, especially Hawaii, the time is slower, 100%. Like, I mean, you're already like 
three hours different, but it's like island life moves slower. Mm-hmm. And that's actually something that I was aware of is that I couldn't slow down sometimes. I got impatient, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know? Like I felt like things should be ready. And my experience, well, what island did you go to? Oahu. Waikiki, Oahu. Okay. Yeah, I feel like that was my first island too. Mm -hmm. I like Maui a little better for the activity purposes. Okay. But Oahu has a lot that we didn't even like explore, my mom and I, when we went. So. Yeah, I picked it because it was like, it it had like a mix of everything. It had the nature, it had the bustling nightlife, it had a lot of new foods places. Mm -hmm. Maui, from what I heard, was like a little more family oriented, but it had more of the zip lining, like the more of like the things like that. So it was like, okay, I can't do both. So like what? Just pick is one. a good for you know like what's a good first one and then you just go back for the other one 100 <laughs> percent. you can't do it all in like the one stay yeah so it's totally fine but yeah if you plan something every day it, it is kind of taken away from your your time to like relax mm-hmm. which is like the whole point <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> the whole point of the trip was to do that but i mean again it was a great trip but definitely minimal yeah. react relaxing but it was still amazing still great food great people went to a club out there what club? Uh, See, I don't. We didn't. Maybe we just didn't attempt. But there was. I mean, there was only. I don't think there's only one club. But there's only one club that played hip hop. Okay. It was called the District. Um, and it's funny, oh, funny because it. Uh, it it's. They play like a downtown Fullerton mix. And oh. you've been, so you know what that is. Like I it's, you know, know, like it's the Neo, the Pitbull. They'll play old everything rap like from 2014. Yeah, <laughs> that it's, it's that. Sometimes 2008. You know, like they're oh. just like it's just like really back then, but. It's so it's a funny space because there's you know there's locals there's a college students because on the the island is the University of Hawaii right and mm-hmm. there's tourists and you know it it's this mix of people who are just wanting to have fun you just and and I felt like a Debbie Doubter because I was there like yo this music is trash, trash. <laughs> but everyone's having a blast <laughs> just said I'm just like maybe I gotta get more drunk right. <laughs> I just gotta get more drunk because I cannot stand it yeah but it, uh, quick side note but there was this funny there was this woman there who clearly was a sugar baby okay you know and her sugar shout da- out to the sugar baby shout out to the sugar babies and <laughs> sugar daddy was there but you it, the the re- interaction just wasn't there they because mm. one thing we bought a section for them. But it's, I always think that's funny when couples or two people buy a section. Cause it's, it's just that. Because it's just like, that's such a, a weird thing to do. Like, you're not, you're just having a seat. Yeah. And then so they're <laughs> they're sitting on the opposite ends of the couch. And my girl was the first one who picked it up. I wouldn't even say it. it like, there's, like, their body language is off. And I'm like, yeah, oh, that is weird. And then she would just keep talking to girls that would walk by, just trying to get some fun. Because he had a sash. I'm assuming it was her birthday. Mm-hmm. And she's going, and this dude just buying more bottles. He's, like, taking a Remy bottle straight to the face. She's taking mm. champagne. And she's crying later. And, like, this becomes my thing to watch because I'm not enjoying the music. <laughs> so I'm just being... This just, is the entertainment. Yeah, now. I'm just being nosy and just seeing yeah. where it goes. And it was just, like, I don't know because, like... I. I you know shout out to the sugar babies i don't know how that feels to have someone fund a trip that i don't like and have to be there with them you know like like hawaii is amazing i just don't know if i was with someone who i didn't like would i feel the same way yeah (laughs) whether it's a trip or let's say they met out there regardless Mm -hmm. of situation like i mean he's paying for her time Mm -hmm. but i guess he doesn't pay enough for her to like interact (laughs) because like i feel like it's a job still Mm -hmm. but if she's just like you know on her phone Mm -hmm. i'm bothered she's crying clearly there's something (laughs) deeper (laughs) yeah 
but um yeah that's that's tricky mm-hmm. that's tricky i would be all into it too like well what's happening yeah. it's like a telenovela yeah I'm just, it's like a, <laughs> the songs are just getting worse <laughs> so i was just and the I'm drinks just, aren't doing it yeah I'm just, I'm just here just just looking just getting to peak when i can it was it was fun until i had to leave until i left the club and then when we left the club yeah. at like two and the uber driver was like why are you guys leaving so early you go to fours this place is always popping and i'm like it, and it was popping like it was packed but it is only so long to listen to bad music it is only so long that i can just have to get drunk to have fun you know yeah it's just not good for the soul you know it's like four plus the 4 a.m out there what is that out here seven seven, seven. i don't need to go that <laughs> long could you like did you have to adjust coming back from the time mm, maybe i like it was it, it was it's hard for me to tell because mm. I'm 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 a night owl who's always sleepy, so okay. <laughs> so Relatable. It's, it's never like I'm gonna fall asleep fast mm-hmm. anyway. So it's not like oh my god I'm, I, I should be sleeping. And then when I wake up I'm I went straight to work the next day, so it was like oh I'm Ooh. tired. But it's like I'd be tired, you know. So, 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 okay, so you're used to it. You're like <laughs> yeah, so it's like you just you just push through. Like I I'm a night owl and an early riser. I mean, depends what you call early. Like my girl wakes up at like five, but like. I wake up at seven thirty. That's early. For mm, me, you know? That's early enough. You know, yeah, it's, it's LA early. <laughs> it's, it's definitely LA. Early. Eight is like my sweet spot. I like to get up at eight. Like okay, seize the day. Yeah. But five is like what? I need the sun to be there with me. Me Same. and the sun are like connected. Yeah. But wow, a lot of fun. I did notice you did that super duper hard hike. I've heard everyone tell me it's hard. They're like, yeah, don't play with it. It's not a game. Like <laughs> I did not know that that was that. Like. We had a little shared notes where we put what we were doing, but like I don't yeah. really, I, I trust her. Like I, trust, <laughs> you know, like, I trust oh that God. what she's put. I we both like hiking. Yeah, I'm sure, it's a fun hike. You know, I'm not thinking too much. One couldn't find it at first because it's like it's where at a, is it? It's like there's a baseball. It's like a park with like mad baseball fields. Mm-hmm. Mad people were playing baseball like kids. Uh-huh. It's just behind it, but you but like you don't see it. So we ended up you have to go up and find it. But we but what's funny is like you know I think we were hungry. Yep. Yeah, and like she was getting a little attitude and she was just like yo if we have to go down again i'm not gonna do it i was like no just we'll find it like just figure it out mm-hmm. i wish i would have let her not found it you know, <laughs> because she it, had was, a point. it was maybe because we get there and it, it, it's a thousand and eighty steps i want to say and it's incline it's it is incline for real it's like straight up straight up and it's called, I forgot what the actual name is, but it's called Stairs of Doom, like the nickname. Stairs of Doom. Stairs you know, of Doom. That turns me off. Already. If I had I known, yeah. <laughs> I probably would have, again, I'm wearing jeans, by the way. I haven't bought shorts Trey, yet. Jesus <laughs> Christ. What is hell? And yeah, halfway through it, I'm I'm already dead. I'm already like dead, but then you're halfway through it. So like every time you go a little bit, you're like, I can't go back now. I can't. But like, you're just taking so many breaks on that second half. So we do it beautiful view like marvelous like really really worth yeah. it the people coming back down they motivate you when you're close like oh it's worth it you know they you go do. you're almost there you're almost Keep there but a couple of them were oh. lying they're saying we were almost there we were not almost there. at all yeah so <laughs> it was a lot but once we got up there beautiful and then we come back down and you know going down is usually a little easier yeah but when you just have no energy and i'm like i don't think i'm tall but i'm six feet and like going down these steps is just like hard and it's like, like stepping down mm-hmm. not like a like you know how you try yeah like it's not a trot <laughs> like a trail like you you're stepping down a, a thousand times oh, and it's just God. hitting your back and it, also mm. i think that's the night we went to the club so that's also why i probably was not just really like too much. <laughs> not really just oh. like gung-ho you know about it you know but yeah yeah i i like i felt good finishing it 
and we had a talk and I was like, yeah, you know, I could do this once a year. It, it would be a good like milestone, blah, blah. And she was like, no, absolutely not. I'll never do this again. And then after I sat with it, I was like, yeah, no, I don't, I don't need to do this again. Like, I think right. I did it. Mm -hmm. I feel proud of myself. I can share this story with other people who have been to the, the island, totally. but I don't think I ever have to do that again. Not every hike needs to be achieved more than once. Mm -mm. It's just like a one and done. Yeah. You know, that's, that's a lot to do on vacation too. So that's... I commend y'all for getting up there and getting back. <laughs> Because every single friend I've seen that goes huffing and puffing <laughs> their stories, sweating hard, like, oh, I made it. And I'm like, it's, it's like that? It's like, like that. I keep asking them to compare it to something here in L.A. And they're like, mm -mm. imagine going the Culver Stairs five times. Okay, so it is like the Culver City Stairs, but just <laughs> Just five higher. of those, just like on Straight top up. of each other and then having to come back. Like, No, thanks. I think I've done Culver twice in my life. And I was like, yeah, this is plenty. I don't mind. I mean, I, I guess now that I've done that, Culver doesn't seem that bad to me. Like, mm. you can do Culver up and down and I'm like, cool, that's my day. You know, like that <laughs> is, that takes your whole day. I love that. Mm -hmm. So the food was good. Because Amazing. I've been twice. Food didn't hit either time. Mm. But maybe you just didn't pick the right spots. We definitely ate at the hotel a lot. Mm -hmm. And then like places that were around, but oh, no, never no, 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 no. eventually. I did my research. I, I, I said I did it late, but that two weeks before, I like went on all the YouTube, asked all my friends, what are the local eats? Like, and I kind of, that was into like, I am going to Hawaii and, you know, I hear so much about like, just how like the research kind of has like priced out, yeah. you know, the, the locals. And I'm like, okay, if I'm going to go, let me try to like include myself within the community. And gotcha. that's when I found like all the good ones. Like, and so I'm, and I'm watching vlogs from actual locals. Mm, so okay. Oh, I'm, so you really. Yeah. Like I really, really like was like, okay, so we were going to places like just hole in the wall diner type situations. Like, mm. so everything was good. A lot of rice, a lot of rice for sure. Yeah. Cause it's so, it's very Asian. <laughs> yeah. You know? mm -hmm. Yeah. It's... Definitely that, that, but yeah but still just a lot. Like, I think what happens is they have a lot of rice for breakfast. I'm just used mm -hmm. to it for lunch and dinner. So when I'm just like having it like i think the last day we just didn't even have breakfast we were like yeah we can. <laughs> i just don't want <laughs> more rice skip. yeah <laughs> but amazing i had so many things i could i could be here all night and just talk about all the things i ate there oh my god yeah that'll be a different podcast you know i'm a foodie <laughs> yeah. and that would be the reason for me to go back because yeah. at this point it's like all right been there done that but i would like to redo anything for food purposes yeah, so kudos to y'all i'm glad you had a wonderful time shout out to women's day um i feel like i deserve a trip <laughs> Anybody want to take me on a trip? You can. My birthday's coming up in it a is. month. It is. It's pretty crazy. I will be mid thirties for real. Like it's not even an option. <laughs> just in it. <laughs> you, can't, you can't even like add a little sauce. Like, I'm low thirty. <laughs> I, just, I just turned thirty. I mean, I still feel like I'm just thirty. Yeah, you know. That's fair. I mean, too. I forget my age all the time. Especially now, COVID like robbed us of a few years. So I'm Facts. like, listen, I'm just thirty. Doesn't matter what the number at this point. Who yeah, cares? You know. I'm the 30 variety. So let's get into our topic today. Let's do it. We're here to talk about kink parties. Oop, oop. Mm -mm. Oh, that's all I asked. <laughs> I, really, I was like, I don't know if you're hoping we're going to end with something for that. No, you know, I wish I had like sound effects and a little air horns yeah, and stuff no, to really it's set it off. You know. But yes, kink parties. The audience will get it. They will understand. <laughs> they will understand. Yes. I feel like kink parties are definitely something very taboo to this day. Mm -hmm. um, people our age are very more or more open to it. And I actually have a lot of friends who want to go now because yeah. they see me go. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, girl, I'm not a professional. <laughs> I've only been to two. <laughs> but 
it's just so many variations of the term kink in general. Mm -hmm. So as someone who has attended, we actually went to one the Mm -hmm. last time together. Yeah. And another friend. And that was a lot more fun Mm -hmm. because that was my second time going and I had a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's still very much a party setting. Um, This place did have the bar. You were able to bring your own things as far as drinks were concerned. Yeah, and that's usually the case. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And then there was entertainment. There was a show. There's multiple shows because there's multiple performers. And there's a DJ. So, I mean, it's like all, it's a recipe for a good time. Facts. So I really enjoyed it. Thank you for inviting me or even putting me on to the host who puts on these parties mm-hmm. and just opening the door to yeah. my new world <laughs> <laughs> no I'm, I'm glad i'm glad you're enjoying I'm glad you're exploring those things and and yeah. they're really fun and and like i think people who have the even the, those who have the interest into there there's still a taboo there's still an anxiety mm-hmm. there's still a thing because you, it's so it's regardless of how you feel it's a foreign thing mm-hmm. so when you go to a party you can go to a club that you've never been to and you know what it looks like. It's gonna sure. be a bar, it's gonna be a dance floor, it's gonna be music, there's gonna be people dressed up. Yeah. You kinda get it. Whether you were in this state, this city, blah, 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 you know what that is. Right. If you go into a king party, you don't know what you're getting into because you've never experienced it. So right. I think a lot of times people are just like, they think they're gonna walk in and just someone's gonna be having sex and just like, ah! In the middle <laughs> of the floor, right. I'm just gonna like run out. Like, I don't, like, uh, like people who have like, like asked me like, oh, I wanna go to one and they're like, do I have to have sex? I'm like, no, like it. This is a consent world. <laughs> like, no, it's not like right. you sign a waiver when you go in. Like, I'm at this king party. I have to fuck one person before I leave. Like, right? it's not at minimum. Yeah, minimum, <laughs> minimum. You know, it's not even a thing. Like, most people at these parties, well, we'll get into like the different kinds, but they're not fucking. They're not having sex. They're not doing these things. But yeah. it allows for these communities to kind of get together and share a common thing, whatever that common goal is. Right. Exactly. Now, tying that into community, how did you get into the community? What was your introduction? Good question. Um, So I I was into kink on a personal level since I was like 19, 18. Um, But like you you just don't really, like you're such a child at that point. You're just like, okay, well, I'm going to look these things up on porn sites. And and because it interests me more than just looking at regular porn. Mm -hmm. And then you start finding other websites like okay well this is what this is what this is so i think my first introduction to this party scene was there's a website called fetlife well there is a website called fetlife yeah and essentially like how it was advertised is it was like a myspace for the kink community you know Mm -hmm. and you know you enter it and you're just like oh shit people are just it's like myspace but people are naked and people are looking for sex groups and people are just looking just saying i, I want to have sex tonight you know sexually expressive on there yeah you know? you know and this is like i don't know when but 2011 you know like so it's like i'm just like well so you've been on there wow. for a while yeah you know and i was very just like and then you're like I, you know i'm clearly not i'm working a part-time job at michael's at the time so mm. i don't have like something to risk but i'm 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 still not gonna put my naked body <laughs> online at the time because i'm just like yeah. at the time it's still so taboo to just like do it and yeah. you would even watch other people's profile they would have their like their face blurred and i was like wow like you like you're really like, <laughs> like you are brave this is like way. a thing you know you're just having everything out there you know like yeah you know this and and then so I said to say, then they have like an events page. Yes. So now I'm like, okay, I want to, I want to branch out, you know, cause I don't know any, I know what I Google. I know what I do with myself. And like, that's not 
how you learn something. You learn something by going to experts. You learn something by reading. You learn something by seeing it live. So I think the pleasure chest, is it in West Hollywood? I don't know where the pleasure chest is, but Ple- what it's is still that? out. It's still, this is a sex store. Oh, it's a store. Okay. It's a sex store. It's, I in feel West like it's on Sunset. If it's, if it's either on West Hollywood or it's on Sunset and like Echo Park, which is way two different locations, but I'm just trying That's to like. That's the stock room. Stock oh, room. Stock room's on Temple. Temple? I think it's on Temple. Or Alvarado. I feel like Pleasure Chest but it's not is still on Santa Monica or something. In West no. Hollywood? Maybe they have two locations. Because oh. there's a stock room by me in Koreatown. Or oh. like, kind of like that. So there may be two locations. But either way, it doesn't really matter for the audience because this is going yeah. everywhere. <laughs> but it's, it's somewhere in, in near Los Angeles. So it's it was a flogging exhibit. Ooh. So it was a $10 ticket. And it was like 3 p.m. on a Sunday. Mm. And you were just going to watch some flogs. So I'm nervous as hell. Cause I don't know. You just don't know what you're walking into. It's just there. And then, so I park my car, I'm walking down the street and I'm just like, so paranoid. I think everyone driving by knows what I'm about to do. (laughs) (laughs) They just, Oh, they're judging. They're just, they're just knowing this man is going to some deviant shit at 3 p.m. Some freaky shit, you know, Sunday. And it's like, it was a lot. So I walk, but then you just walk through the door. Someone greets you with a big old smile. And they say, Hey, are you here for the vlog? It's like, Yes, you know, what's your name? You know, they, they mark out your name for where you paid. Yeah. You just grab a seat. And then once you're in there, you kind of feel, and this is why people love the kink space who are into it. You just feel like, oh, everyone here is freaky. <laughs> everyone here is yeah. cheeky. Or everyone here is exploring. Or everyone here wants to learn these things. Because that's at the, at the root of it. It's people wanting to learn more about sex. You know, learning more that's basic, That's more than the basic, more than the, that's the yeah. status quo. So we're watching, and at, in this, it was like a demonstration. So it wasn't a party. It wasn't a, anything like that. But mm-hmm. this woman, she just teach, she's showing us how to use the impact plays from floggers, paddles, all this stuff. And then she had a she she had a, someone to use it on. Um, yeah. Granted, he was fully clothed, but she just flogged this man in front of us. And it was interesting to watch something like that in a non-sexual setting yeah because it wasn't clothed. yeah it wasn't like we were like oh my god i'm so horny i wanted to do like it was just we're, we were literally just watching this and watching her technique and watching how a scene can develop and everyone was just there just like wow this is amazing you know yeah. and it was my first time also seeing a male be submissive mm. like so then again like when i'm looking stuff online I'm, not, I'm only looking stuff to what i'm interested in which is you know male dom female submissive so i was like oh wow like it just helps you break down the wall and the barriers of this thing yeah so it was a great experience you walked out at 4 p.m <laughs> in the sunlight it's only an hour, <laughs> and, right. you know, and we're just like and I, and I and i think that i won't say that triggered it because i was already into it but that was just like i'm into this it I, I, I want to like i felt it was like ripping the band-aid off like mm. i mean granted in kink there's so many different band-aids you know from demonstrations to like play parties to munches and stuff but it was like mm. that was the first entryway into that and then after that i went to my first party so okay. that was nerve wracking. So I went with a friend and it was out in Riverside and you know, we had me and this friend had messed around before, but we weren't like my partner, but she was, you know, we were just she was interested in it. and yeah. so it was like a Christmas party. And we walk in and it was BYOB. Again, like we mentioned, on most of these places are BYOB. I don't mm-hmm. know that. So I come empty handed. So not only am I into this new space, <laughs> I assume that would be a bar. <laughs> so yeah. now I got to take it just straight raw dog sober. Oh, <laughs> just like damn. not even like socially lubricated no, to like, you know, do it. So yeah, we walk in and the party, it's like a big house in Riverside. And I'm still nervous because, you know, I'm 
what do you dress up as? Like, do I dress up like sexy king or do I just dress up regular? Like, that's a thing too. Yeah, yeah. It's like, what is the wardrobe? Like, do I just walk out in the street just looking crazy or do I have a jacket, <laughs> put it over? Do I just wear regular clothes? Like, so yeah. I think I just wore like regular clothes. I just wore like what I would wear to a party mm-hmm. because that when you're at a party, you want to look attractive. At a king party, you want to look attractive. So, sure. That's what you do. So, I walked in and there's a DJ playing. People were drinking their own stuff. Everyone was kind of cool. Nothing was happening yet. Mm-hmm. Then they, once about an hour or so passed and they got a little busy, people started, um, there was a gift exchange. So, oh. yeah. So they had a like, real Christmas party. Yeah, it was really, <laughs> you bought a raffle ticket and then like the gifts were like dildos, condoms, and, okay. and like gags, like things like that. So, it, and it was a good icebreaker. Yeah. Because like, you i don't know like my friend knew like two people there mm-hmm. i knew nobody but now we're all in a circle we're passing it because it wasn't like an exchange like person to person it was like you pick it up and then like it was like white elephant white okay. it was a white elephant type thing so everyone's like having fun oh, i'm gonna take that toy that looks good whoop, whoop. Yeah. so everyone gets good it goes out the separate way we go to the back they have a pool mm-hmm so there's this black couple and then so naturally when you're in a space a lot of king spaces aren't black people oriented you know um in southern california so i've learned yeah Mm -hmm. the ones that we went to that space was black owned yes and or and thrown by a black person yeah and so naturally while there was other races there it's still like majority black space Mm -hmm. so that's very hard to find i kind of had to work do my work in the community to even find spaces like that by the time this was like a majority white but maybe there's like some other mixed races, but then there's a black couple. Mm-hmm. So we sit next to them, chop it up, and we're just like, you know, like, how you doing? Whoop de boo, blah, blah, what are you here for? Blah, blah, blah. This is my wife, this is my girlfriend, I forget. And then, so everything's good. We walk back inside, and we were gone 20 minutes after that white elephant. And now mm-hmm. someone's with their top off on the stripper pool. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, okay. So, like, this is this is the party like this is where like it kind of moves yeah so from that point you know i go back outside there's like a toy room this oh. one girl out there just gets on i forgot how to pronounce it it's like a it's like a mound mound with like a like a horse like a, like a ride a horse but just like the horse part stupid expensive stupid expensive i don't understand i mean she, <laughs> she had a great time <laughs> she, and it, it must be because they sell and yeah, I mean five star reviews. But yeah, like I, they were people were using it that night for sure. Yeah, and you know, for those who don't know what you're talking about, it's like imagine the straddle like you would ride a horse on, but just that part, and then in the yeah. middle there's like a dildo. Right. So and it's like vibrating, right? Yes, you it usually has like a remote or somewhere that you can so much. you can use it. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot, you know. And but once she got on that, mm. it 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 activated that room. So as you're going through this, you're watching the rooms activate okay you know there's another room there's just like a big screen where they're just watching porn mm. like fully clothed on a couch <laughs> just people like it's just, a regular tv yeah show. like they're just catching up on a show you know yeah. <laughs> and so as you just see people get involved i start to finally sober enough get involved in doing these things with people yeah and yeah like once you leave it you again it's like ripping that band-aid off again and again of just going to these things and exploring and just realizing that it is what it is. Like it, it's these are parties. They vary just like any other party. You can mm-hmm. leave when you want to. No one's trapping you. Right. You know. Right. It's actually really chill. It's more comfortable than I would say. It's a little more comfortable than a club club mm-hmm. because I've been tried in a club club <laughs> by men and women. Yeah. So it's different. But this is more of a, a space where people are really being their full 
self, you know? It's mm-hmm. like you're being free and you would hope it's a safe space. Yes. So I think there's an understanding. The consent is there usually. And if someone does approach you to talk, um, I remember the first time I went, I had a lot of gentlemen that came up and they didn't ask anything, but yeah. I definitely was like, I'm not trying to do anything mm-hmm, today. Mm-hmm. I, this is my first time. I'm yeah. actually a little overwhelmed. I was very communicative. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. As you, as you have to be, yeah. You do. Mm-hmm. But they also didn't give me shit for it. They yeah. were actually really comforting. Like, oh, yeah, girl, do your thing. Get a drink. You know, come see me later or whatever. Yeah. I just want to talk to you. It was always chill. Yeah. And I appreciated that energy from the opposite sex because sometimes that's when they get more aggressive and then they're like well why don't you want to talk to me and it's like well listen i didn't want to have to go down this road with you in boxers (laughs) and i and the first time was a halloween theme which was cool because it was like i came costumed ready right i thought i heard that it was a a costume costume contest well, a oh, contest, you. and you could win something. I don't know why I thought that, but I came like <laughs> I went to the little Halloween store, got the whole Medusa set up, the whole thing, and then I like, get there, and no one's like really in costume. Yeah, they're in their kink best outfit, yeah, yeah. but no one's dressed <laughs> up as a character or anything. I was the only one, yeah. so but it was cool because like I got t- attention, but I was just Fast. like, so there's no competition. <laughs> I, I win. I'm just here by myself. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, no, that's. That's hard to do. I feel like when you go the first time, going with somebody really does help. Mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine going alone. Yeah, facts. That's tricky. But I feel like now it's like, okay, I mean, I kind of know how to maneuver, at least in that particular space, because mm-hmm. it was the same location. But let's say it was something brand new with facts. a whole new group or community. You, yeah, you just don't really want to do that as a, as a woman and as a guy. Because as yeah. a guy, you kind of like, you, you come off a little creepy. Yeah. You know, if no one can vouch for you in the space. Mm. And I also think that's kind of why a lot of kink spaces may feel sometimes safer than you than clubs is because they if they're a good kink club or a good kink party or a good space, mm-hmm. they know what it, they know the fear that a woman could possibly have being surrounded by a bunch of horny men, right. horny couples, horny, you know, women or women. And so yeah. if they if they're a good party, if they're a good organizer, they're going to really make it a priority to incentivize consent Mm -hmm. making sure that it is visible making sure that it is taught and it is told that way everyone kind of polices themselves Mm -hmm. so because everyone wants this space and because everyone wants everyone to be free in the space if someone sees someone doing something to Danielle that makes you feel uncomfortable, they're going to intervene. Not saying they're going to like fight, but they're right. going to like bring you aside. Like, hey, you want to like, come hey, check bro. something over here? You know, like, hey, and, like get yeah. out of here. Check Whereas, me. like a club, if someone just sees you talking, you may feel uncomfortable. They might just keep walking. Mm-hmm. You know, because like out of, it's just not really their business. Because the club, what are you, what, what, like, what are you going to do? You can't hear half the time. You don't yeah. know what's going on. But when it's like a, a king party, like people, comfortability is just number one. You just don't want to be at the party where someone feels like they got. Uh, violated or they didn't feel like they were taken care of or they didn't feel safe because now you've ruined that you know that's I was listening to a podcast um, about the history of Freaknik I don't think that was a thing but they were getting into Freaknik Freaknik (laughs) that could be its own key party yeah you know and but what's funny about it is like when he was telling it he was they were showing how did it get destroyed like how did it get ruined because and it literally happened because they just kept telling more and more people each year and it wasn't that it was too many people. What happened it was too many of the wrong people. People that don't respect boundaries don't respect. and consent. So <laughs> they don't. So they're just doing, like, you know, we always see the video of just, you know, the women with their ass out, blah, blah, blah. 
And for the most part, if it's the early years, it's something that they were invited, it's something they were comfortable with, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. After that, like the year before, the second to last year, it was like a gang of assaults, gang of like things happening. Mm. So the last year of Freaknik was a sausage fest because mm. no woman is going to want to be somewhere where they have safe. Like women yeah. want to go to something where they can just, yeah, I want to just meet dudes. I want to just be freak. I want to do these things. But if you're not making a safe environment, they're not going to be there. 100%. Yeah, sometimes things should end, too. Mm-hmm. Not Fact. everything has to last forever. <laughs> yeah. I did hear, you know, somebody's trying to revamp it, and I'm like... It's too many camera phones. Good luck. It's yeah. Too, it's too many camera phones. Too many, too oh, many yeah. happen. I forgot about... Listen, this is a weapon now. <laughs> yeah. You have to be very careful about what you do. But that's also another thing. Um, mm-hmm. At parties, a lot of times, well, at least the ones I went to, you weren't really supposed to have your phone in, like, the main areas. Yeah. Which I totally respected until like I don't know a cool a real cool show and I'm yeah, just yeah, like yeah. I want to record that. Yeah. But for the most part, it's like when it comes to the respectability of it all, you want to do what you, you want to keep it cute. Yeah. You want to read the room. I feel like all that's really important. Mm-hmm. Like you don't want to just do anything to be obnoxious and potentially get you kicked out. Yeah. So. And I think it's, and I think that's one of the hindrances of black kink spaces in in Los Angeles, in, in Los Angeles area. Mm. And I say Los Angeles because a lot of them in the Bay, even though there's not many black people in the Bay, they're still they have a little good community. Okay. And the other two biggest are like the Northeast and like DMV. Like they really have like really big. So they've they've mm. done it for so long that they kind of have the protocol down. Okay. Whereas like I've seen the scene in LA grow the last like seven years and it's growing and it's becoming great and I love it mm-hmm. but the biggest thing that I think is the deterrent for the black king space to really grow is the cell phone and because when you go to these other spaces it's a they all have the same rules they're just not all enforced the same mm-hmm. like so at these ones they'll say no phone and you'll just see people have their phones out and instead of that person getting kicked out of the party or reprimanded or their phone taken away mm-hmm. nothing happens and the person who maybe wanted to do something naked or wanted to do something is just not going to do it and that ruins the party for everyone else like i yeah. a show was about to happen right. <laughs> so something was going to happen that could have sparked someone else doing something and could have sparked those now we're just all like wallflowers because one person just took their camera out and wants kill to kill the vibe whereas like i've been to other parties and they are you don't even you can't even text like if you just pull it out just like oh i just want to just set like like, go uh -uh. to the go to the back go to go to outside or go to the front room depending on how the the space is like placed i'm not mad at that yeah you know i I could behave (laughs) (laughs) i feel like yeah i didn't even have to do it the times i did but it's like if you respect the culture of what this is you'll respect the rules yeah so that's totally fine because it's like if you do want to just have it as a party, then mm-hmm. that's cool too. But at the end of the day, because it's still a taboo, there are people that don't want to know they were there. Right. You know, like they, at the end of the day, these people are teachers and doctors and, yeah. you know, lawyers, politicians, whatever it is. They want to know that they are in a space where they can do it because everyone here doesn't judge. Yeah. But if they, if the a picture video gets them out, their colleagues will jug their family whatever so you don't want to ruin that line but i think we just grow up in a place where everyone wants to capture everything and Mm -hmm. do that and it makes it a little difficult but i do see that 
once more people get involved in it once people kind of like branch out see how other people move travel to other kink parties mm-hmm. they're gonna see like oh like this isn't just a rule because you guys are annoying this is a rule because i saw how it can help the party i saw yeah. how people can do things they wouldn't do if they knew they weren't recorded like right that's just in general yeah it's like do you want to have a good time mm-hmm. like live in the moment yeah <laughs> it's like, okay it's totally fine just to do it like it's okay um let's get into uh the different types of parties Mm -hmm. you mentioned munch yes i want to say i've heard of it but i don't even know what it is all the way yeah so So, a munch is like it's probably short for something that i don't really know i only like an acronym yeah like i feel like it's something mixed with brunch maybe or but it was not brunch because you can have a munch (laughs) at night so it's like it's but a munch is a is a vanilla meetup for kink people so okay. it's where kinksters in the area will go to a bar, mm-hmm. go to a restaurant, go to a thing. And it's it's literally just like meeting up with people who have like-minded interests. And you don't show okay. up, like, you know, they're, they're very clear. Don't show up in your kink wear. Don't show up in a gimp mask. <laughs> like, so come regular. Yeah, just come regular. Okay. Just do it. And sometimes those munches lead to like, we're going to go to the party after. So much is just, they're just like, hey, we're getting breakfast. It's just okay. like, hey, can we talk? And it's, and I think it's like, it's, it's a way to break that anxiety that I mentioned earlier. Just like, I'm into kink. Do I just want to go to a sex party? Or do I want to go to a munch and just feel out these people like let me just feel like oh you're a regular person you're not just a sexual deviant who only cares (laughs) about sex and anything like you're just a regular person who happens to share interests with them this is fun i would like to you know go more where do you party at oh you go to this dungeon or you go to this party oh you know a swingers club in this city that's kind of where you break that down as opposed to just having to rely on fet life and being like okay there's this party i'm gonna pay a hundred dollars and go and hope for the best and then you get there and it's either dry um they're not safe uh Mm. it's the people there attractive (laughs) you know know, that still matters yeah you know like there's all these things so i think a munch is just like a space um to just handle that to just like kind of do that yeah i feel like it's a great intro to finding your community yeah right it's like and even if you don't utilize them in the kink space maybe you can find a new friend yeah you exactly know? yeah it's like just that. meeting people and i think that's always been my thing too is like when i first got into the king space and like fet life and stuff mm-hmm. i was like okay there's attractive women on here that are into the same things i am but i don't want to lead with that still like even though we're like sexually out of the way you want to have sex and you want to like get flogged like it's not that's not how i communicate with people you know i yeah i don't i don't need that d- much of a direct combo yeah like, like we're already here yeah. We we clearly are know that this is one thing we can agree on. But like, let's find our basic vanilla compatibility first mm-hmm. before it even goes to that. And I think those spaces help for that, and those spaces help for people like me who just are like overwhelmed by the like the idea of just like, is this what it is? Like, this is just how people. Because sometimes I'm not gonna lie, yeah. it's corny. Like sometimes <laughs> it's really really corny when corny. people when people's personality is so one thing, and especially when it's like kink. Like when they only know how to speak like that. Yeah, I I agree, but then I'm not too sure. Maybe that's just how they are. Maybe that's just them. I mean, then they're corny. I mean, it, it, I mean, uh, again, there's been always a debate on like corny, you know, recently and stuff. But there's it's levels like to corny. Yeah, yeah, but it's like corny is always corny to you. But like for me, corny just always seems like I guess you're right because to me, I like corny is like something that's inauthentic. So I guess if it is you authentically. 
it's fine mm-hmm. but it's also like i don't know i guess i just want depth in a person that you know part, i yeah. want that's great that you're this it's even I'm, I'm, i might even admire the knowledge that you have in that space mm-hmm. but like you don't just know how to talk about just regular shit just regular it's like nothing else just we can regular connect about, life. Right? like if the conversation <laughs> and, and you notice that too like i've gone to like we can get into this in a little bit, but I when mm-hmm. I joined like a black kink space, you know, mm-hmm. and the first time we got together, I guess you can call it a munch, but we had talked to each other like through online. So I guess, I guess you would call it a munch. And, okay. and we had breakfast and it was maybe, you know, 15 of us. And hmm. it was a beautiful convo. Everyone was laughing, joking. There was inside jokes. Everything was having a blast. But you can always tell there's just one guy there who... <laughs> just wants to know how we can get to the fucking <laughs> he just wants like he's just ready he's, he's just, just ready like okay. bro like we're and oh. we're making you know sexual and dual jokes like we're making the jokes like da ha ha like you know yeah. that's funny mm-hmm. like you know but it's like bro like just calm down like calm like calm down like you can probably have sex with someone here if you just relax Chill, right. <laughs> just ruin your own yeah chance. just relax we all are here for a reason we're all we, i think we're going to a dungeon later that night okay so it was like bro the time will be there like yeah. for you to like really get there but sometimes they're like their brain just doesn't shut off like their brain mm. just goes and i'm in this space how can i just be on go 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 and it turned out you know he just ended up making a lot of people in the group uncomfortable, uncomfortable over a while like that night everyone was imagine. fine but it was just like after every meetup after the guess like he would just go into people's dms in the because it was like on group me and he would just like be a little aggressive you know and you know we had to like talk to him like i think i was a moderator for the group for a while so and i was the only male one so i had to talk to him they're like trey help help us please (laughs) and i'm just like bro like just like i don't know how to say cool it better like just like relax Relax. like you know if someone's if you enter in with someone and they say i don't want to enter in this anymore you have to stop like that's a big that's one of the biggest rules of consent is that it can be taken away Mm -hmm. you know sometimes people just think like well we flirted and shared news tuesday well she doesn't want to talk to you wednesday like that's 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 totally like experience that and i think like they just get just horny mind (laughs) they just they can't get you know control well yeah i feel like you know Sex can be an addiction. Mm-hmm. It's like a lot of vices. Yeah. So for some people who don't have a lot of control, like, you know, over mm-hmm. them, over their vices or their things, it's like they just don't know what else to do mm-hmm. but be aggressive. And it's like, you know, it sucks that it had to be him. But yeah. sometimes you have to shut him down. Yeah. And it's like it's it's almost like they live this regular vanilla life where they repress it. Where so they, much. They talk to the regular girls who aren't into that. They go to the regular coworkers and they just get in this space and they're just like, oh, I can be free, which is which everyone should feel in their community. But it's like if your freedom is much. is making other people uncomfortable, mm-hmm. let's 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 evaluate it. Like, let's look at it. Like, think about why you are doing this. Like, if they're not having fun, if they're not feeling safe, what do you think is going to happen to this space? Yeah. It's not going to exist anymore. So mm-hmm. what is your behavior doing, you know? Yeah. And, and, and figure out if that's for you too. Like maybe like, I'm not saying he was like not tripping, but let's just say maybe he was just like, Oh, you look good. And, and that person didn't like being told that. And he's like, well, this isn't a good king space. You can't even t- do that. <laughs> and that's okay. Then leave that king space and yeah. find people that are more with you. And I think people don't, want to like do that they just want to just make things to their will you know and yeah. it's mostly men to be honest i'm gonna be real like there occasionally we've had a couple women do things and you know be mm. harassing to people but nine times out of ten it's gonna be a guy 
It'd be the guys, man. It'd be the, I mean, that must be one of the reasons why when you go to these spaces or like a party, your men are usually taxed more. Facts. They're paying at least $100 to get in. Whereas mm-hmm. a woman, you can almost get in free depending yeah. on the situation. Free or very low low cost. Yeah. And like, and you know it's it's a tax because a couple is cheaper than a, than a single man. So if you right. just bring someone as a man, you automatically somebody. are paying half price, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. And it's made for, it's made for a lot of reasons. It's made for one, at the end of the day, these parties, they don't want to have a lot of men, and, you know, unless it's, you know. Nobody wants a sausage fest. Yeah, you know, unless it's like a homosexual king party, I'm sure they, That's the, <laughs> the prices are different. But <laughs> yeah. for the most part, like, they don't want a lot of men. And then two, they know what that can feel like, you mm-hmm. know, because like, if the num if like if there's a bunch of couples here and then guys are just constantly hitting on these people's wives, which again that couple may be into that, yeah. but they don't want to like a long line of just men just <laughs> just like standing there and do it. So what happens is you get more single women there, you get yeah. a couple single men, and if those single men are gonna pay that much, they're not gonna want to get kicked out. Right. They're not gonna they're not gonna want to lose their space in this space. They're gonna be respectful. They're gonna follow the rules and they're gonna try to enjoy the night to the best of their abilities with the women that they can get in contact with. You know? That makes and sense. but yeah, you just kind of it's 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 like a child guard. <laughs> you know, it's like <laughs> You gotta weed out the bad apples somehow. And even yeah. then I'm sure it's still like course, yeah. prone to anything. At the end of the day, if you have a hundred dollars you can get hundred dollars, <laughs> right. You need a hundred dollars anyway yeah, now to know. do anything. So yeah. I, I totally get it. So I like the idea of a match. I wasn't even fully familiar with. I just remember seeing it sometimes online. Mm-hmm. And it just took me to Ice Spice's song. So I'm like, <laughs> is it, fair, is yeah. she talking about that? As or? I was speaking on it, I was like, wow, I've never put two, because the song is what, eight months old. But like, I know I've, the song is but, brand new. But I've heard that, too, but like clearly way more popular is the song (laughs) so i was like as i was saying it over and over and i was like wow this is definitely gonna (laughs) sound weird but this is yeah i was like wonder if there's a correlation yeah who knows who knows what the kids are up to you never know what she what she found out (laughs) because she even she looks like she would go to one she's so wholesome with her little annie hair and stuff she's a funny girl (laughs) (laughs) you know but tying it back into the spaces so we have the munches and then we have kink party slash sex party mm-hmm. I, I grouped those together yes, would you yes. agree same thing um tomato tomato i would say it's an umbrella and they're on the same umbrella like they're under the same umbrella so there's still a differentiation or i'll actually i'll, I'll say i'll say kink is the umbrella okay. and sex is underneath it because kink is just anything like it's so weird to say because like kink is sex so it's like how can a sex party be underneath it but it's like all encompassing yeah because like because kink is like what could the party be because you could go to a party and it's bdsm Mm -hmm. and that's a kink party you go to a swinger party that's a kink party Mm -hmm. you go to a party that's just people having sex blah blah kink party you go to some that are like a lot of the dungeons like their parties that involve sex are members only like you just have to be a member mm-hmm. but they also have parties that just don't have sex but you could still do kinky stuff like bdsm stuff mm-hmm. so what they their rule usually is just no fluid exchange so okay and they consider like a dick going in a pussy a fluid exchange. <laughs> you know like that's oh a, okay I was yeah, say, yeah. what does that mean exactly yeah. so don't essentially like that so you can you can pretty much whip you could spank you can i think you can I don't know if you can suck a titty. Uh, nope, that's a fluid. So, so you can't. You can't impact play. Impact play, tie, suspension play. Okay. Um, ropes. Um, 
electro play. Anything but intercourse. And okay. anything but intercourse is essentially oh, on and go. Palacio. Yeah, you know, and okay. so that's just like in those parties, I've been to those, and those are very interesting because it's like a big foreplay party. Yeah. You know, because no one's having sex mm -hmm. and everyone just kind of doing like I've usually go to them on some like research shit. Like I remember there was a guy mm. at this one in North Hollywood and his name was Spanky. <laughs> Sixty year old black man. Oh wow. And I come in and I think we're chilling for a little bit and then he's with this younger white woman. Like she's probably twenty one, like, mm. you know. And then he puts on a playlist and he like spank he like does impact stuff on her for about thirty minutes. And it was a like long time. I I was watching for like five to ten i was like i feel like i'm staring <laughs> <laughs> and i feel like i should like not make this weird but it's so enthralling so i, I walked yeah. away for like five minutes like i gotta come back yeah <laughs> so i I'll came back you. so i come back and and i just learned so much because it wasn't just her down and he just spanking he was just he would go fast with a whip slow with a paddle had this little tool and he would just like rub it on her that had like spikes on it he had like oh. vampire gloves with spikes and he would like spank and then he just he he was utilizing all his tools but it was a rhythm like mm -hmm. it was to the music and it was like slow and then fast and you would know because it would go fast and she would just be like screaming or something yeah. and then it would go slow and then it'll go fast and like mm -hmm. so he does all this and, and i think like i learned just so much about how much more you can do other than just spank you know other yeah. than just one two one two one two yeah and so after it was done they were sitting on the couch and I just was like, I have to like talk to you. <laughs> I was like, right. can you just like, let me know? Like, is that a playlist you use? He's like, that was on shuffle. I was like, what? That was on shuffle. It was, it worked so well with what you were doing. He's like, yeah. Cause I just moved with it. And I was like, wow. And, and it sounds so basic. It sounds like dancing. Like, you, you know, it's just a rhythm that you just create. But and he, mm -hmm. he explained why he used each toy, what each toy does, thud, stinging mm -hmm. you know what do you what sensation you're going for and then we would also ask the girl like what did you feel during that and he was like oh yeah i, I definitely felt that and then one time she said she felt xyz and he was like oh i didn't even know that did that like he's just in this zone you know yeah and he's just doing it so it that one while while that wasn't a sexual party there was no sex involved that's one of the parties that i remember for the yeah. rest of my life because it was just like Ooh. i learned so much from that one that one sounds like fun yeah that's right up my alley and it was a good community too like it's just like because you know yeah. like people because like who do you think's going to a dungeon on a friday to not have sex i, I just want to practice some stuff <laughs> like because it sounded like the girl she like they know each other like spanky's like i guess like a regular there and i yeah. think the last party she i think went to him was like next time like i would i would love to you know have a session with you which is just a, a way to say and he was like yeah of course you know and that was the session you know the next week and it was just like yeah it's like it's just something that they like. It's not so much just like, oh, I'm going to get a nut off or I'm just going to like do this. It's like, yeah. it's just something that interests me. It's something that brings me joy. You know, just the same way someone will play a board game or Magic the Cat thing at night. Like just doing that for 30, 40 minutes, that yeah. person can just go home and just take off their chair. It's like, I had a great night, you know? Or it's like, you know, getting a massage in a way. There's mm -hmm. some type of release maybe some a release even if you're not physically releasing but it's mm -hmm. still something that I mean, it's physical you're phys you're, you're physically well, like true. going it's through dopamine pretty you know? physical yeah. yeah as far as impact goes uh and yeah the the chemical release mm -hmm. but um i just love the professionalism you know it's like <laughs> it's like my office hours are between nine and five <laughs> here's my card <laughs> i love that but that's what makes them so 
you know, mm-hmm. inviting in a way. Yeah. And like you said, it was a good community. It reminds me of the the goddess brunch I went to in December where, mm-hmm. you know, everybody in there is uh, a female dom and it's thrown by two uh, pro dom, professional doms, which also learned there is a difference between professional doms and lifestyle doms. The lifestyle doms are like, they are about that life 24 mm-hmm. seven. You know, they mm-hmm. live it. They're typically in a female-led relationship yeah. of some sort. And then professionals are more in it as like, I would say as a job, mm-hmm. but they still take their profession very seriously. Yeah, of course. So in spaces like that where, uh, well, at the brunch, you know, the two goddesses, as they like to be referred to as, had their own subs, and then they let us play with their subs. Mm-hmm. So we were able to take a lot of the toys they had on, spread out on the table, yeah. and just have a day and these men are like in heaven like they love <laughs> yeah, it they love the way they would like secretly be like do you have a kick or something group mm-hmm. me you have an app that i can talk to you on <laughs> just like i mean depends yeah, what are we yeah. talking about yeah. <laughs> so i just love the ease of it all because it wasn't you know nothing felt like competition or it wasn't like pretentious yeah. it was just like come as you are have a good time let this man make you with something to drink mm-hmm. you know step on his balls it's great and that's the thing too like i think a lot of people and it usually what happens when it's female dom and and male sub they like Mm -hmm. they're like wow i can't believe they would do that i can't believe that it's like bro they're they're having more fun than the women like they they are in heaven and it's like that breaking down that boundary of just pleasure and i think Mm -hmm. that's probably a, a a theme of just the entire thing of kink is breaking down the boundary of pleasure you know you're kind of taught that what is sex sex is with missionary dog style occasionally oral sex if you're really freaky and it's like (laughs) that's just it and then and not going further than that and i think kink in general is just like wait but if i enjoy this why would i stop myself from enjoying that right and you know i mean of course like not hurting anyone else but why is it like why can't i enjoy that so as a man you know when you're told like no man not gonna let a woman do that to me it's like because you don't find pleasure in that that's you shouldn't you that's shouldn't it. do something that you shouldn't do but mm-hmm. there are men out there that are going to find pleasure in these things and enjoy them and that's the beauty of kink is just finding what works for you that's it just find what works for you yeah i love that so when you go to these parties how do you prepare is there stuff you like to bring or you just like to you know mentally prepare yourself or are you just like you know let me just let me just head out. Yeah, I mean, I so I have like a bag of like toys, impact toys, because that's like my main kink is just doing that. Mm-hmm. And I usually bring them, but I usually, if it's a new space, I leave it in my car. Um, mm. And the reason why is because I don't want to be carrying this around. I don't even know if I'm going to play. <laughs> I don't know what their locker situation is. I don't know, yeah. like, I don't want, it's a, like all my toys is a lot of money. My bag's money. Like, it's like, yeah. I don't want to just be leaving this around and having this doing it. So if I don't know that, and I haven't, I'm either not with a partner or I'm not with a part. I'm not going to, I don't know if I'm going to be meeting someone there that I'm going to be playing with. Mm-hmm. I'm just leaving it in the car. You know, usually it's fine. I'm never really getting too drunk at these places because yeah. you don't want to be too drunk when you're doing some things like this, you right. know? No. So I'm probably way drunk at a regular club than I am ever going to be at a kink party. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I usually leave it there. Um, and then I'll just see how the night progresses if it's something that I'm going to have to utilize or X, Y, Z. As far as mentally preparing, um, I don't really do too much. Guys have it a little easier. We don't really, 
I don't know if it's easier, just like they just don't really make good fetish wear for men. <laughs> you know, like True, it's not too much variety for y'all. Yeah, the only thing they really have is like like just like 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 a cup like a leather cup or something mm. it's like i'm not trying to walk up with a trench coat and a leather cup like it's just not Ooh, real <laughs> it's just not it doesn't make me feel sexy you yeah. know so I, I i can't walk into somewhere and feel sexy if i don't feel sexy yeah. so i usually just walk in you know you know the standard wear something black but if i were to wear something else to stand out i will mm-hmm. um and then you just kind of and you and if it's a place I haven't been to, I'm definitely just feeling out the scene. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm definitely going with the intention of not playing, but I'm definitely just like preparing to just see what this community is, whether I met them in a vanilla space or whether I've just met them online. Like just how do you guys run your party? Yeah. You know, because that's gonna make me want to come back and have a great time. Right. If it's a space I've been into, then I usually either a I'm going with a partner, I'm going with so, or I know someone there that I can play with, and I'm gonna be excited to see them. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm gonna be like, are you coming tonight? Yeah. <laughs> it's just like one of those type of things. So it I makes see, it more fun too. Yeah, know? it makes it more fun. You know, like and and like I'm always one of the people who I meet more people. I do a lot of things by myself. I go to the concerts by myself. I go to movies by myself. Do and you? I do. That's so uh, funny because you have so many friends. Yeah, but it's like I like going out. So it's like if you aren't. If no willing one says to go yes, out, I'm, going. I'm gonna go out. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I heard that. if I'm going to see Cocaine Bear and no one wants to see Cocaine Bear, I'm not gonna not see Cocaine Bear. Like I'm, I watch, I'm gonna go by myself. You know? Yeah. Like I think for a while, just aside, I went to a lot of concerts and I would buy two tickets like every time. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, someone's gonna come with me. Someone's gonna come with me. And then I don't know who it was, but it was someone who was expensive. Expensive for me at the time. Like it was like a seventy dollar ticket like ten years ago. And I was Still, like, yeah. And I was like, spent? I'm gonna buy one and just figure it out. And I had a blast. And I was like. I don't have to do that anymore. I don't have to. <laughs> I don't have to buy two tickets right. for anybody. I could just buy one. So yeah. I'm totally fine by myself. But I do meet more people with people mm. because I feel more comfortable in my approach. And like, I guess I'm always like self conscious of being like that creepy dude mm. to just like you're here by yourself, just with nobody, and just like nobody can to be when you're with someone, whether a male friend, female friend, partner. Someone like looks at you and says, someone wants to hang out with you. Like so, someone <laughs> someone feels like they can spend hours with you. Sure. So let me entertain you. So when I'm usually have that confidence, yeah. I can work a room. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it definitely helps to have someone there, br- go with somebody. So that's about it. I don't really do any other mental preparation. I kind of just, I'm just, you know, just chill. I don't, I try not to get, again, I, like I said, I don't get too drunk. I try not to get too high. I try just not to just be out. I just, I just want to be in my conscious state. And if the party progresses, it progresses, but I don't want to just be coming in there and not really recognizing how I'm moving. How do you prepare? I'm trying to remember what we did before the last one. Did we smoke? We did, but like a little little bit, just like a hit. Mm -hmm. And then we had like a glass of wine. It's very classy. Very classy, yeah. <laughs> Very classy. We had some tequila. Had some tequila. Did we have we tequila? Did have tequila. But, but it wasn't like we had, like, we weren't, like, taken down, like, drink after no. drink. It was like we had one drink. Right, because we definitely brought our own bottle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. we drank at the event. And I think I just like a little pregame. Yeah. Just something short, short and get sweet. Get you in there. Get you yeah, in, get warm you me up. Socially lubricated, you know. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I usually am an edible girl, so I'll take a little five milli and be like, Okay. Yeah, see, I, I don't know if I can do that because edibles just make me chill. Too and chill? Too, like, for a kink party. Like, like oh, for me, I for mean... me at least. Like, I love taking edible and, like, going to the museum <laughs> 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 or just, like, chilling. But, like, I feel like 
because like if it's too strong yeah I'm going to want to just chill. I'm going to just want to just chill. And like. Well, that's what I say at a five. Yeah. Like, I, don't put me five is beyond good. Five that. Is good. Five I'm going to have a enough. terrible time. Yeah. <laughs> it's got to be light because if I'm going to drink still, it's like, okay, the drink you will carry me. Yeah. So I feel you. I feel you. That makes sense. But other than that, yeah, I don't think. I don't. I didn't think it too much about it this time. Like mm-hmm. the first time, it was just like, you know, I took my homegirl and her girlfriend, and I remember we were like calling each other, like, okay, what are you wearing? Okay, <laughs> well, is this like a party party? I have yeah. a girl. I don't know. I've I've never been here either. Yeah. So, but for the most part, it's just like you know, come as you are, be comfortable. Um, this time around, I was a little more, uh, like you know, showy with my outfit. Mm-hmm. I had pasties on. I cut out like the bra part of it, and I hiked up the slit. I mean, it was still like. <laughs> It wasn't that crazy, yeah. like, but, you know, some people be in there with just pasties or nothing. Yeah. So either way, it's just where you're comfortable at and, you know, how you want to arrive. But other than that, a little bit of uh, like a little cocktail, even at the event, I think I did get a little bit at the end. I don't know. Meaning I mean, I was I was feeling everything. Yeah, I was just yeah, like, yeah. OK, I think at that point, too, like, you know, back to like kind of like how each space is different yeah this space had two rooms but one they were pretty basic you know and, and they weren't really like filled with toys or filled with like anything special okay yeah i should be asking you like how did you f- okay here's my first impression because mm-hmm. this is the same space as the first time i yeah, went yeah. the first time had a little more stuff there yes. was a few more vendors than just the the bud vendor that was mm-hmm. in the front but they had people in the back selling stuff like all over yeah. it was like toy v- vendor everybody had something and then the bar i feel like the bar had more variety last time but don't mm-hmm. quote me either way um and then the rooms where you could actually play in yeah those were actually really full the last time gotcha. this time was different i feel like everyone wanted just to wanted to party in the main room yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe because the dj was good or something <laughs> yeah but nobody was really in, in the play areas yeah. But how did you feel about the area in general? Um, like, was it sectioned off correct in a good so way? So I enjoyed it in general for a party, right? Okay. For for a kink party, it was fun. I'm I'm glad that there was less vendors because mm-hmm. I've never really gone to a party with vendors. I feel like the more you have vendors, the more it's a casual thing, which yeah. is why I'm surprised that you said the rooms were full during that time. So it could it just be different. the energy. Could just be the energy of the pe- the people that are there. Yeah. But it it felt very like-minded party. It just felt like everyone was there to just see each other, be happy, mm-hmm. and party. And it's funny because, it, I don't know if you remember, there was this very wild man that was just jumping around parties. And, yes, he was and, in like a sweatsuit. Yeah, he was in a sweatsuit. He yes, was yes. just a, a very party animal. He's lit. <laughs> talking to everybody, the guys, the girls, yes. everybody. You know what he was trying to do. You, you, he's know, a good time. you could just tell he's up for a good time. You know, mm-hmm. I don't even think he has a sexuality. I just think he yeah. is just, if you wouldn't. He's, he's a butterfly, he's just here yeah. floating around. He, he, he was a funny guy, but. I remember he he was just, he would just randomly say things to me at least, <laughs> and yeah. so we were sitting, and he was like, "You having fun?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm having a good time." He's all like, "Yeah, I'm just here because this is my friend shit. My shit, they be fucking." <laughs> like, oh, okay. And he it's like, was, "It's nothing like my party." Yeah, he was just like, "Yeah, my party. We don't do this, ha ha, kiki. We just we just get to the fuck." And I was like, "Okay." Like I was like, I don't really know wow. how to respond, but like. As I'm as I'm laughing it, he's he's kind of right in that they do vary and that 
to have a party go from 10 to 4 and to yeah. have nobody fuck at a king party is it was unheard actually, of. Yeah, you know, nothing like, was happening behind the curtain. I've never gone to a party that it was allowed that nothing happened. So I was like, oh, Interesting. okay. Like, at least one person breaks the ice. Even yeah. if everyone else is shy, one couple just goes, fuck it, we just gonna do it. And yeah. they do it. So I was just like, I, I think, like, as the night progressed, I was like, I was like, it's gonna happen. Someone's gonna do it. And I'm just, you know, I'll be here. <laughs> you know, like, I'll just, I'm chilling. And then it got to, like, late. And I was like, all right, well, guess we're gonna dip. And, like, and what, no, before we even dipped, people were leaving. Like, yeah. the light, like, people were, like, packing up. Like, they were, like, closing up chairs. And stuff. I was like, oh. The energy was different at the end of the mm -hmm. night. And that was, like, pushing three, I want to say. Yeah. I was like, wow, three got here quick. But also, it did feel like they were, like, almost wrapping us up to get out. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. I don't know what that was about. Yeah. And, and, it, and, and it could just be, it could be, I mean, I wasn't there the first time. And I don't know these people. Mm -hmm. It could be a lot of first timers. Because I know could when be. I was there my first time, I'm not gonna set it off i'm no. not i'm not gonna be the one right. to do it because to be honest even though i've been to parties before like i don't really think i became an exhibitionist until the pandemic mm -hmm. and i haven't really got to explore it yet because i haven't gone to a party and really like shown out and like done stuff mm -hmm. but before i never really did i, I kind of was like a a tag along <laughs> i would mm -hmm. kind of like things would happen and yeah. i join in like okay. I was never like the person like fuck it we doing right here in this room we're going to that tour we're doing this with the with the window I was never that person <laughs> because I was more of a voyeur yeah I liked I liked because I used to like going to these parties with my partner mm -hmm. and using it like as foreplay okay because I wasn't one I wasn't just I don't know if I, I won't even say confident I just was it wasn't my kink it wasn't my kink to really just show like, I didn't get nothing from that yeah so I didn't really want to do it. So we would go to the party, we'd watch other people, like, oh, it's cool, cool. And you drive home and you both are just kind of horny and it's just like it led to one thing and like you go back and it's just like a great time to like a nightcap. <laughs> like, like, you know, to go to bed. And then, yeah. but now, you know, during the pandemic when everyone has a lot of time on their hands, you just start thinking about like, what am I interested in? What am I doing? Blah, blah, blah. What, how do I want to go back to kink space? And that was a big thing too because I didn't go to kink parties for such a long time right. because they were either A, shut down, because naturally it's a pandemic and they want to be safe. Or right. B, they weren't giving a fuck and they weren't safe. Yeah. They weren't asking for no cards. They weren't testing nobody. They wasn't sanitizing no stuff. Mm. They were not it's doing the things that I wanted to do. So I was like, I'll, I'll never go again. I'll never go again. But like now, you know, now that it's back out, like now we're transitioning back into it, you know, yeah. still in a pandemic, but, you know, in a kind of a post pandemic, like how are we adjusting to these things mm -hmm. it, i i wanted to see like what i want that space to look like for me like what do i want to gain from these spaces you know i felt like i was just getting in my groove before that because i yeah. joined this uh, group called a tribe called kink in 2019 mm -hmm. and they found me on fat life right like the day before i was going to delete my account i was like I was, there's, no <laughs> there's nothing on here and this black girl hit me and she was just like yo there's this nat nationwide group chat black people into kink and that's the thing with fat life like most kink spaces there it's super white yeah you know and i was like what i would definitely join that because that's what i that's the only reason why i'm here yeah. <laughs> i don't, don't want to be here that's i want to be there yeah. so i joined that we had the munch we had the dungeon i helped plan they did a they did a, a thanksgiving retreat called kinksgiving mm -hmm. and i helped like plan that but i ended up not going this is 2019 because um I don't know why I just I, I I think I just had a lot of stuff coming up 
And then so we had another event, went to a beach, all these events were happening. And then it started getting a little harder to plan events. People were getting busy, mm. but, but we had, everyone had individual relationships. So you would hit people up like, hey, what are we doing? Like, I'll hit you up. Yeah. And then so that's going and then the pandemic hit and there's no events and you're just in this group chat of just people talking about kink but it's like nothing happened you know and it's like yeah like that's it was cool to talk about kink for a month with somebody if you knew at the end of that month we might see each other it's not cool when we're just not seeing each other you know yeah dies yeah so it kind of like i kind of went away from that chat and then they kind of rebrand it now i think it's just called black kinkdom or kink blackdom or king kingdom something like that and you know and and it's interesting because like the new orleans sector and the dmv sector and the northeast are just popping just Mm. all with the events and socal and california in general we just have just a lack of black people into kink Mm -hmm. that there's just not that many events here which is why i'm glad that you know we have the events that we do have because Without them, there's just, there's just, it's just a very lack of it. And yeah. I, don't, I don't know if it's because we just don't have enough black people or if we don't have enough black people exposed to it. I mean, we definitely have less black people than the North, than the East Coast. That's just sure. number one. Yeah. But we just don't have them exposed enough to it. It's probably a combo, mm-hmm. to be honest. Yeah. I could imagine because black people, you know, we will, if there is a stigma around it, <laughs> we will not, as yeah. a people, gravitate towards it. Facts. So it takes a lot of inner work to get the people to come out yeah. and feel comfortable. And not to be like, that's some white people shit. 100. Oh, it's always white people shit. It's foreign. They're like, oh, absolutely just, not. As opposed to just, you know, just It's just some cool shit. Yeah, you know. <laughs> some kink shit. Yeah, so, but I mean, I, I, I mean, even with even with saying that, I have seen an uptick of just black people being more into it and being more into time. it. Yeah, yeah and I think it's what it is. With, with anything else, it's just naturally people are just going to be open to it. Because all totally. it takes is one person to go, have a good experience, tell another person that's just how anything happens it's just viral it's there's no marketing scheme really for that you just like at the end of the day you just have to go and go. you have to fight you have to or someone trusted has to tell you that you can go yes. <laughs> but at the end of the day like it's that's the only way it's gonna work yes i agree wow Trey. <laughs> i feel like we'll have to do a part two in the future i'm down yeah because i'm, I'm still very new to this but you know, talking with the, a seasoned vet, <laughs> but just someone who's still exploring the space as well. Yeah. It's like, there'll always be a way to talk about this again. 100%. Because sure. like, even like, you know, we joke in the seasoned vet because I've done it for so long, but I know. I've probably gone to 10 parties in oh, my that's life. It. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's not more than 15. It's not, it's 100% not more than 15. So it's not even like it was something that I'm like, every Saturday, I'm like, let's go get kinky. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> kinky and, 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 and it's because... Finding community is hard. Finding, yeah. you know, black community is strip- extremely hard. Mm-hmm. Finding partners to go with, being a single man, you don't really, can't really just pull up to these things unless you just want to drop money and you want to really drop money if it's not a good place. So you naturally just have to find community elsewhere. So I've gone to, you know, demonstrations, you know, there was a black owned dungeon in North Hollywood. It is shut down because of the pandemic. What was it called? Lair de Chade. Yeah, Lair you de told Chade. me that mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. So I would I would have loved him because the owner there was, I think he was from South Africa. He was like a dope ass dude. And amazing. You know, I think that would have been great for the community to kind of have. We don't really have any black owned kink spaces in LA. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's just like, I, I think that's, it's going to grow. And I think as I grow, I'll be able to be more comfortable to be going to these more and to be experiencing them. So yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited too. <laughs> I love this. I love, you know, exploring spaces like this. It's really exciting. It's a lot of fun. So 
I'm here for it. Uh, well, Trey, thank you for blessing the podcast today. Do you want... Actually, wait. Before I get into your socials, let's wrap this up with some gems. Mm -hmm. Let's... Okay. So what would you say is a gem or something to help somebody who's new to the space, how to prepare? I'm going to start with saying, make sure your hygiene is in check. Yes. Okay? No this is a space that's very intimate. And whether you're naked or not, I feel like you need to put your best foot forward with your hygiene mm -hmm. and just your overall appearance you know what i mean i feel like you don't have to look like you know you don't have to get like your makeup done. you don't have to do too much yeah just be cleansed Clean. yeah smell good especially as a man like mm -hmm. putting on like a good cologne is so attractive yeah but also just like take a shower or a <laughs> bath beforehand yeah. don't you be know, nasty people are moving in through each other you just want to you yeah. want to you don't want to mess up the sense you know what I heard on a podcast? Mm -hmm. This guy said he didn't have time to take a shower before the party. And he got some baby wipes from Dwayne Reed and just wiped himself down and got head from multiple women. And they all said his dick tastes amazing. And I'm like, that is, you are so, you're literally the reason why I loathe, you know, people who just don't try. Yeah. You're like, you're disgusting. I would have never shared just, that. I, I've just, <laughs> I've just never not had that amount of time. <laughs> I'm just, you know, I'm just not. I've planned my day better to go to this. Yeah. And if I and if I didn't plan my day enough to go home and shower and I can't find a gym that I've I've a LA Fitness Pass if I can't do Something. anything then I'm not I don't need to be there. You really I don't should. I don't I don't need to be there. If it, if I'm supporting a friend, I'm a walk in yes. funky and say, Hey, bless you. I'm <laughs> a miss space. I'm going home. <laughs> like See? I'm I'm not a real one. I'm not I'm not You're self aware. Be staying, you know, not staying in the party. That would be another gem. Be yeah. self aware. Like you know, know who you are too. Like, be mm -hmm. willing to learn about new stuff, but also don't be the creep. Yes. Don't be the weirdo. Don't be the person that makes people uncomfortable yeah. if you can help it. <laughs> yeah. Fact. One of my gems was like, remember you have the power. And this goes to most of like women who are just uncomfortable being in space is that yes. whatever you want to happen will happen at these spaces. You know, I know you, there's like a little freak of like, oh, what if someone does this? And that? Mm -hmm. You. There's people there. There's you at, at dungeons. There's something called like a DM, which is like a dungeon master. Mm -hmm. You can literally tell a person, "Hey, Trey's over there being creepy," and that person will will escort me out the, yeah. <laughs> out the building. Like there's, yeah, there is space. There, there is really put into play to make you feel comfortable. But just always remember that you are in control of your consent. You're in control of that space, and it helped. It, you can just you be comfortable. It's made to be, be comfortable. comfortable in those spaces. But you know, keep your head on a swivel and stuff as you normally would. But it's not. It's once you go in there, you'll see it's a lot safer than a lot of these clubs and a lot of these other spaces, you know, 100 percent. Yeah. yeah. And for the guys, I would just say, you know, be very, very mindful of, of consent. Just be very, very mindful. Be mindful of every step of it. Yeah. You know, someone may dance with you. Doesn't mean they want to kiss you. Someone may kiss you. Doesn't mean they want to give you head. Someone may give you head doesn't mean they want to fuck you like get you know <laughs> get those those yeses these enthusiastic yeses along the way get mm -hmm. those things just because you're in a sex space and these women want to have sex does that mean they want to have sex with you right now correct that is real um also practice discretion you know being discreet is sexy mm -hmm. you, it's okay to put your phone away and be in the moment Facts. and just realize that that too is another thing you got to be self-aware of you yeah. can make people uncomfortable having your phone out so yeah but yeah, I think that's that's a good 
was a good intro to the kink spaces. Yeah, it's good, I feel like I feel like if you didn't know about it, it could it could spark an interest. It could 100%. definitely spark an interest. Yeah, I agree. So let's share with the people, or if you'd like to share with the people, what you have going on or your socials. Yeah. Um. Well, my social is Alta Red Vision on everything. It's A L T A R E D Vision, one word. Um. I don't have much going on. Uh, I am, <laughs> I am writing, and hopefully by the time we do part two, my book could possibly be ready, and we can do a little deep dive into that. You know, give me a couple months. But, wow. but other than that, I do write. I work in like bunch of different industries but for the most part i don't have anything coming up anything exciting but the spring is coming summer is coming my favorite season is spring so i'll, I be, I'll be outside somewhere love the yes, you will. <laughs> trey you if you don't find him nowhere it'll be outside yeah. but i'm also so happy to hear about that book i remember mm. you talking about that a long time ago so yeah. i'm glad you're still working on it yes yes, yes. yes. and you can always always follow me uh, at girl what underscore pod and Danielle Denise LA on Instagram and listen to me everywhere Apple Spotify iHeart I think I'm on just about everything thanks for listening girl what girl what <laughs> I know I love my little tag <laughs> <laughs>